Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Welcome to Homeschool Boldly, brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. I'm Connie Albers. We've been focusing on listening to learn and understanding body language, the silent language. In this episode, I want to share with you about something that I think is very important as we homeschool our children and we teach them how to navigate the world around them, and that is the topic of humbleness. We don't see that displayed very often, not in current culture, but it should be, because honestly, being humble is just not being proud or haughty. It's not being arrogant or assertive. That doesn't mean that we're lazy, and that doesn't mean we can't be proud of the work that we do or that our children do, but it's an underlying mindset. It's something that we are often seeing displayed in the public sector and, and actually everywhere, especially with social media, and that is the look at me, me first, I'm so great, I'm wonderful. And not that people aren't good, great, or wonderful, but the truth is we want our children to become humble. We want them to reflect and express a spirit of defenselessness and, and submission. I know submission is a bad word, right? But it isn't. We are to submit to one another. And, and let me just say this. As I dive into this particular topic and helping our children develop a spirit of humbleness, which is very different than the spirit that they see in others, before we can teach our children about humbleness, we have to model it. And sometimes that can be hard as well. The importance of being humble and displaying humbleness in everyday matters of life really are evident in personal growth and relationships. But what are the characteristics of a humble person? Well, they're self-aware. They're aware of their strengths and weaknesses. They're aware of the times where maybe they are a little too prideful or full of themselves, and they want everything to be all about them. Another characteristic is that they're open to learning. Have you ever tried to talk to somebody and they know it all? Yeah, yeah, I already know. It's very difficult, isn't it, to try to talk to someone or even with somebody who has all the answers and make sure that you know that they have those. Well, the characteristics of a humble person is an openness to learning. And to be open to learning, guess what that looks like? That looks like saying, oh, I don't know. Would you tell me more? Or I'm eager to learn. See, all of those are just a willingness to say, I don't know it all. And I want to learn more, so please share with me what you do know. It's also an acknowledgement of limitations. Again, this almost goes hand in hand with what I just said. We all have limits. We're all great at some things, but we're not great at everything. And a humble person, as we're teaching our children, is able to say, you know, this is a struggle for me. I'm not proficient in this, or I'm really not excellent in that, depending on the ages of your children. A humble person is grateful and shows lots of appreciation. 
They're grateful for what they have, and they're not looking around for what they don't have or constantly pointing out what they don't have. And they're also very appreciative. Thank you for making dinner. Thank you for helping to clean up. It's not likely they're going to say thank you for, like, washing my clothes unless they need a specific jersey for a sports game that they're going to. But appreciation is something that we teach them, as is gratefulness. I will say this. If you want your children to learn, to admit their limitations, we have to be willing to admit ours with an attitude of humility, of not being less than inferior to everybody, but just admitting a fact. We want to be careful with our kids and helping them understand who they should be saying such things to, but we do want them to know that it's okay to have limitations, that while they may be looking around at all their friends, and while their social media feeds, if they're on social media or in co-op or wherever they are, while they may see others displaying greatness at everything, it's our job to help them realize that's not always true, and it's rarely ever true. And the last characteristic I'll focus on of a humble person and what we want our children to display is empathy and active listening, which is why we talked previously about listening to learn. Someone who is humble is actively listening to what others are saying. Part of it is to listen to learn. The other part is because they're just interested in another human being. They know life exists beyond just them. And empathy is the ability to care and have compassion and understand other people may be going through struggles and I can't solve it, but I can just be here. I can be a friend. I can pray. I can encourage you. I can just sit and listen. Some practical ways of being humble is just receptive to feedback. A humble person is receptive to feedback. This is an important note. They don't get all defensive. They don't have to feel like they have to justify why they don't know something. They accept constructive criticism. Now, I've written before about correction versus criticism. There's one thing to be corrected. There's another one to be criticized. Now, no one likes to be criticized, but we want our children to be open to constructive criticism, to being corrected gracefully. And a humble person is looking for input. They're asking for things. They're asking for guidance or direction. Another thing that a humble person does is they share credit and they recognize other people. A lot of times you'll hear leaders talk about a leader shines a light brightly for others, and that is true. And a humble person is often a leader because people gravitate to them, because they aren't a know-it-all, because they do seek to bring in others. They're includers. They're listeners. They're not afraid to give credit. Hey, this worked, but it wasn't all me. Or this worked, and this is who gets all the credit. And how we help our children become humble is admitting mistakes, owning our errors, and taking responsibility, not deflecting it, not giving a bunch of excuses either, and apologizing, not being defensive, but just an apology, simple words. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said this. I'm sorry I acted that way. I'm sorry I didn't give you benefit of the doubt. 
I'm sorry that I wasn't aware that you were struggling. I'm sorry I was not grateful or appreciative. And you know, I'm sorry I didn't listen. I was just quick to start talking. When we understand what humility is as we're teaching our children, and we teach our children the characteristics of a humble person, of being self-aware and open to learning, acknowledging their limitations and a gratefulness and an appreciation in their heart, an empathy and a willingness to actively listen. When we start teaching them the examples of being humble, like what that actually looks like and how to share credit and recognize others and admit their mistakes, we've got the beginnings of a child really understanding the essence of who God is and that they are able to be used. They are able to speak up and be part of something because they don't have to be the center of attention. They don't have to have the spotlight on them. They collaborate with others. They're a joy to be around, frankly. And a humble person is constantly learning and improving. They want to know more so that they can learn how to manage their weaknesses and excel in their strengths without becoming prideful in them. You can cultivate a spirit of humility in your kids. It takes time. It's a, certainly a marathon and not a sprint. And we don't want to beat them down. We don't want to constantly discourage them. And we want to gently correct them so that they receive what we're saying and we want to model it to them. So make sure that you reinforce the significance of humility. And encourage them to practice humility in their daily lives and all that they do. It will be to their benefit and it will be to God's glory when you do that. So, now as we close this episode of Homeschool Boldly, I want you to remember this you've got this because He's got you. See you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.